0: Once again, I just want to pray. Let's take a moment to pray together. Loving God, speak to us once again your word of grace, your word of joy. May it bear fruit in our hearts. Um, May it challenge us. May it it nourish, nourish us that we may be doers and not just hearers. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. So we continue today with our sermon series on our United Methodist vow Uh, last week we had an opportunity to talk about what prayers today we're talking about service and remember there's five aspects of our United Methodist vow which are uh, prayers presence service gifts and witness okay so um, these are the things that we provide To the congregation to the life of the church and so last time we talked about prayers today we're going to be talking about service and I thought I I thought it was kind of important for us to do that first of all can you all hear me fine I know I'm using this microphone but you're good okay just go like this if you you hear me okay (laughs) or go like this Um, yeah so today I want to get into the transformative power of of service and the role that each one of us plays in building a church that reflects God's love. Okay? So again, as we approach church conference, we continue reflecting on our Methodist vow, but also on service and the difference that it makes in the life of the church. So let's turn our hearts to the passage that we just read, Romans 12 verses 3 to 8. and and aim to discover how God equips us, every single one of us, for service here at the church. And as we reflect in this passage, I would like for us to consider three things, okay? Number one, we need to take time to reflect on our own gifts and our own limitations when it comes to being a member of the church. We need to have a moment of introspection. How often do we take time for that? Just to see what are some of the things that we can Uh, Do in the life of the church number two. We need to rely on each other Knowing that not everybody can do everything Some people may think they can do everything, but that's not true We need to rely on each other when it comes to the body of Christ We have this very clear teaching that we need to uh, depend on each other for the healthy growth of, of our church and number three that we have a commitment to um, the future of the church and its development. Okay? So that's what we're going to be talking about today. Number one, be humble. Know your gifts and, and limitations. I have to say that um, this is one of those things that I have thought about in my own journey. Um, and because I've known pastors who have a hard time just taking some time to think about their gifts and limitations in spanish uh, and, and i've said this uh, i said this on wednesday uh, that uh, we call them jokingly todolos right people who are expert in everything they know everything there is to know about everything and the way that they do things is the right way there are pastors like this okay uh, i know <laughs> of them I'm, I won't name any names and don't name any names if you know any that's not what this is about but I want you to know that even for pastors it's difficult to take some time to to do some introspection um, the problem with that though is uh, and one of the things that I'm learning and I'm being challenged to know is that when we do that when we just pretend like we know everything we are taking opportunities for other people to develop their own gifts in the church Can you say amen? When I pretend that I know everything, when I pretend that I can do everything, it's not just bad for me because church ministry can be stressful, right? Particularly if I'm doing everything, but also I'm taking opportunities from other people to learn about their own gifts that they they have. Now, I don't want to be the pastor who takes away opportunities from people to serve and find their own gifts. I want to be the pastor who gives People opportunities to learn about their own gifts. Now, granted, that may be, uh, that may lead to situations where we make mistakes. Amen? That may lead to to situations where we struggle and we come to realize that perhaps that's not the thing that we should be going or the direction in which something uh, we need to be going as a church. And that is fine. But guess what? That only happens when we give ourselves an opportunity to, to serve and to try new things. I've come to the uh, uh, the realization that in my ministry that I'm just not going to make everybody happy all the time. You can make a few people happy some of the time, but I can't make as a pastor everybody happy all of the time. And so I had a friend who would tell us constantly, and I just kind of adopted this to myself. He said, I refuse the right to disappoint people. And I just like that. Can you say amen still? You've got to reserve the right to do that because when you open yourself up to service and try new things, that's going to be one of the things that's going to happen. You're going to learn what your gifts are and what your limitations are. If you don't know what your limitations are, I, I, we were having this conversation this morning. If you don't know what your gifts are, maybe perhaps you're too close to yourself to see what your gifts are as an individual. Ask someone else. Sometimes it's easy for some other people, from from other people, for other people to know what your gifts are, and they can tell you. Um. Sometimes we focus so much on the things that we do. Uh, My wife, Michelle, has been an active member of her church since she was a teenager. And part of our conversation uh, that we had when we uh, were dating was, I just don't know what my ministry is. She was so focused on that and frustrated about her journey. She was, I just don't know what I should be focusing on. Now, granted, this is a a, a, a a young woman who's been serving since she was a teenager, leadership in youth ministry. She was singing in the choir. She was teaching. She was leading in many ways. And at that point, she still didn't realize, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. And I, I remember having these conversations with her, with her, telling her, you know what? You're doing plenty already. Because ministry is what you do for the church. Ministry is what you do for the Lord it doesn't have to be perfect it doesn't have to be something that um, you you're not gonna make any mistake you're not gonna have any room for learning new things but it's when you give yourself an opportunity to learn to take risks and to do something for the church self-awareness requires introspection self-awareness required ministry requires self-awareness so yes, we don't, I don't wanna be the pastor who knows everything. I may come to you and say, I don't know how to do this, but I, I might also ask you, do you know this? Do you know how to do this? Can you help me? Can you help the, us figure this out? And that may be an opportunity for you to figure out um, what ministry you can be involved in. Now we need to recognize the diversity in service, okay? So on Wednesday we were talking about um, uh, clergy and lady. Who here in this congregation is uh, clergy? Who here is lady? What a great opportunity to explain what laity means. So lady means if you're not a pastor in the in the congregation, that means you're lady. That's L A I T Y. Am I just spelling you right? Lay people are people who are not pastors but who are also members of the church. So if you're not a pastor, if you're not a, a, an elder or a deacon or a, um, a local pastor, then you're a lady. Well, known. you know that now, okay? So, um, but ladies are so important in the ministry of the church because pastors in the United Methodist Church itinerate, which means that we move to different places. And, and lady have the role of uh, giving continuity to the ministry of the church, and there are things that I'm not. I listen. I went to seminary, so I know a few things, but I don't know everything. And want to be. I don't. I want to be able to rely on Lady in my church for the continuation and the growth of my congregation. Every single one of us. We have something to offer in the life of the church. It's not just the clergy who do the work. Everybody has something to give. Some of us are called to preach. Some of us are called to teach. But all of us are called to serve in the church. Are you still with me? And I wrote a long sermon yesterday. I'm going to try to keep it short for you. Um, As we do this, we have to avoid comparing ourselves to other people. Um, I've talked about this a little bit talked about it last week Um, but it's important for us to understand that not everybody has to do the same thing Um, I think when I was growing up there was some kind of thing going where everybody in my youth ministry thought they had to learn to play the keyboards in order to save to serve the Lord and that's just not the case everybody has different gifts that they can contribute to the church And uh, when it's easy to compare ourselves to others and the ministry that they have and how different they are but uh, when we do that we um, we don't give ourselves that opportunity to find our, our our ministry and our calling we have to remember that unity in our body does not mean uniformity who knows what the difference is between those two things Unity is not uniformity, meaning not everybody does the same thing. Not everybody thinks the same way. Not everybody preaches the same way or sings the same way or acts the same way. In our church, we have a difference of opinions. In our church, we have a difference of, 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 of uh, ministries and our of gifts. And we need to be aware of that because the Lord likes to use this diversity for the kingdom of this place. Amen. Here's another way in which I, I try to affirm diversity in the church, okay? So, do you know if you're an introverted person? Who's an introverted person here? Where are my... Ex- taking them a little... Should I, should I raise my hand? I don't know. Are they going to tell me to say something right now? I don't want to... Now, here's my... Where's my extroverted people here? I love you guys. I love you so much. I don't understand you, but I love you so much. Some of us introverts we, we struggle sometimes. This is something that I'm learning with my wife too. Um, it's easy for me to come to you and be around people for a little while, but um, but it takes time for uh, it takes energy. Sometimes on Sunday after church, I'll go home and just go to bed because it can be draining. I know some pastors who actually, they they get out of church and they're super energized. That's not me. But let me tell you something. In God's church, we need introverted people and we need extroverted people. And it's not about making the introverted people more extroverted or the extroverted people more introverted. It's about recognizing the diversity in our churches and knowing that different people have different gifts and can serve the Lord differently. I'm a little introverted, but I know that I have extroverted people that I can rely on for certain purposes. Are you with me? We need extroverted people. Um, <laughs> so it takes a, it takes a group to do that. Um, one of the things that I try to keep in mind all the time is um, an African proverb, that someone told me a long time ago, and that is, if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together. Can you say amen to that? If I'm a pastor who knows it all, and does it all, and wants to do things my way, I'm going to get places very quickly, but I'm not going to get very far. If, however, I invite other people to be part of a particular ministry, if I rely on others, if I affirm their ministries, it may take us a little longer to get somewhere, but we'll we'll get uh, farther away, because we're working together. So that's part of our work as a church, to acknowledge our limitations, To acknowledge our gifts, to rely on each other. And the last thing I want to say is that we need to um, work not just for the church as it is now, but for the church as it will be five years from now or 10 years from now. I'm thankful for the people who were here 10 or 20 years ago working on this church so that you and me could have a place, a space to worship the Lord. I'm thankful for them. Some of you are here still. But people who worked here 50 years ago, or 20 years ago, or 10 years ago, they were doing hard work to keep this place going, knowing that it would be. A, a, maybe they didn't even know you. Maybe you're new, and they didn't know you by name. But they were working for you, so you could find a place here where you could bless, be blessed, where you could grow, and where you could experience God's presence. And that is a blessing. Amen. Amen. Now, we've been getting that gift, we've got to be thinking forward as well. Think about the people we don't know by name, who five years from now, ten years from now, might come to our congregation. What kind of place are we building today for them to be able to be here and experience God's presence? What kind of place are we building today so they can know that they are loved and affirmed and accepted as they are? Today, you and me, friends, we... Uh, clergy and laity, introverts and extroverts, uh, singers and, and 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 kids and people of our, our all ages and, and ideologies, we come together as one church for that purpose, not just to be blessed, but to bless others. One of my favorite quotes from Dietrich Pan. I'm almost done I promise. One of my favorite favorite quotes from Pastor uh, Dietrich Bonhoeffer was the church is a church only when it exists for others can we take on that challenge for us today can we exist not just for our own benefit but for the benefits of others through service yes service is action yes service is getting out of your comfort zone but it begins with a seed. It begins with us um, knowing that we have something to offer and that we can bless others, that God can bless others through us. God can do that with every single one of us. Not all of us have the same gifts. Not all of us are called to serve the same way, but we are all called to serve. And maybe we have to figure out what that's going to look like in the future. But all of us as a church have something to contribute to God's kingdom today for the benefit of every single one of us and the people who will come after us. So friends, service is not just an option in in our congregation, but an essential part of our identity. You have to be humble. We have to know our gifts and our limitations. We have to rely... On each other as part of part of the same body, and invest on instructing and preparing uh, people to continue to serve people, or others here in this place in the future. So may our service today, our hands, our prayers, our actions, may our service transform not only ourselves but the world around us. Reflecting the boundless love of our gracious God. Can you say amen? Amen. Let's pray. Loving God, we thank you because you show us the way. You come not to, to be served, but to serve. And we want to be like you. Help us think about the things that we can offer to the body. Help us think about the needs of others and the difference that we can make in their lives. As we pray, as we bring our prayer requests to you, God, let us work and serve that through our ministry, we may become perhaps a response to someone else's prayers. Help us reflect your love. Help us reflect your grace. And help us work tirelessly for this community. No, God, we don't know how to do everything. We are not, we are not experts in everything. But it is your will as one body. Uh, we can rely on each other for your, for your kingdom. Help us do that in love. Help us do that in love. Help us get out of our comfort zone and try new things. At all times, God... Help us understand that service is part of who we are, because it's part of who you are. It's part of our role as a church, not an elective, not something we can just switch, uh, choose to ignore, but something we're called to do that'll make a difference in our lives. Continue to guide us, to move us forward in the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen.